2020, a year of many upsets, and it finally showed up in Champions League quarterfinals. <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys, welcome back to Football Ninja Podcast with Amit and Karthik. We have four amazing games to talk about today. Uh, let's start with the game that we thought would be a very intensive game, but it turned out to be a one-way streak by Bayern. Karthik, Bayern versus uh, Barcelona. What happened? <laughs> what the hell was that, man? I mean, that that was probably the only game we thought would be balanced. And oh my God! I think since the since the kickoff, <laughs> Bayern were all over uh, Barca. Uh, <laughs> uh, they they scored they scored a, a quick goal at four minutes. <laughs> they did not deserve. I mean, in my opinion, I don't think Barcelona deserved that own goal. Uh, that was just a cross which went in. <laughs> and then after that, I mean, except for that magic moment from Luis Suarez, yeah. I think yes. Bayern was <laughs> all over them. <laughs> If you just see the final scoreline, Karthik, it's two eight, two eight, like winning against Barcelona with eight eight goals. Oh, it was an amazing game to watch. Uh, I think everything was started by Muller, a very underrated player. I feel, but when he's in form, he can do what he did uh, in that night. And what an amazing game it was from Bayern side as well. If you see the stats. Uh, Uh, you know the number of shots that bayern had was 26 to 7 of barcelona that kind of shows that the intensity that bayern got into this game uh, which was lacking i don't know i was um, i was i could not see messi in the game uh, he was kind of dis- he disappeared also they they in in the first 20 minutes there were chances uh, with with barcelona as well they were able to do mm-hmm. they were able to get behind the defense of bayern and you can see that bayern defensively is not as strong as Uh, you would think, but or or the goal line will show. But then the pressing that they did, uh, I think they lost the game in midfield. Karthik, um, Goretzka overpowered Frankie De Jong. Like absolutely, like I think Frankie De Jong is an he is an amazing player. But then he he needs passes to come to him. But on the other 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 side, Goretzka was making those runs, which which kind of changed the game for Bayern. So so if you see. Uh... Uh, Barcelona, not this new Barcelona that everybody talks about. They need space to play, right? They need spaces to get the ball through Messi or get the ball to Suarez, you know, whoever is up front. And Bayern had that game plan in mind. They're not going to give them space. Uh, their okay. defense line is not the strongest in a in probably a couple of years. Uh, I'm talking about Barcelona. Uh, so they knew if they're gonna press them, they're gonna they're gonna screw it up at some point, and and it was not just once or twice. They gave away the ball so many times in midfield, uh, and it was easy for Bayern to just turn up the play. Uh, and we all know the speed or or the the pace that Bayern has in this new team that they have, you know, that they have. There's Alfonso Davies, there is uh, uh, Nabri, uh, Perisic, you know, all of them. With all that pace, it was just too much for Barcelona to handle, and uh, and even even when Barcelona was controlling the position, it was just about turning the ball right, turning the position into their uh, bet, and uh, just just going ahead. I think they just took their chances well. Uh, Bayern, whenever they got a chance, they scored a goal, <laughs> uh, you know, and there were there were a couple of. Uh, I think they could have scored more. There were some good clearances, or there were just some bad shots that Bayern put. But then I, I, I am sure. I mean, if they would have 
taken those as well it would have been easily over 10 goals in this game and it was just a bad night for uh, for barcelona they they did not let messi play they did not give him any space they did not give suarez the space there is nobody you you play uh, vidal on the left wing and that was <laughs> i think the worst <laughs> decision that setien made i mean you have a 120 million <laughs> Guy sitting on the bench, on the although bench, he's not had the yeah. best season, right? Griezmann did not have the best of seasons, but then he could have added definitely much more than Vidal did. Uh, probably, uh, my guess is he only had Vidal because of the physicality mm-hmm. that he yeah. brings to the team. Mm-hmm. But then that did not help. I mean, they did not need physicality; they needed somebody who could put those balls through or who could get into that small pockets of space and create something. And Vidal, Vidal is not that. Vidal is not that person, so it did not work out. and then he still waited till about 65 70 minutes to get griezmann into the game i mean and i think even after he came on it was just he was working more defensively than he was working offensively <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we are talking about bayern karthik here and bayern is a team which uh, in the mid season was in crisis who who could have figured out the team which had a change of manager in mid season would not just challenge barcelona will ruthlessly score eight against them eight goals and uh, talking about the players that they have now alfonso davids is a revelation for them uh, his that his that one stretch that he did it was absolutely amazing the run oh, yeah, that the, the goal he yeah, set up the, for kimich right yes, yeah yes, oh. the, the run that, that he that he made is absolutely like as a defender it will it'll give you nightmares <laughs> the run that he made and it was just an amazing sight to watch for a neutral if you see that game and you see every time bayern has the ball they are going to score and that kind of confidence that kind of pressing kind of also made the defenders of barcelona very nervous so they were losing the ball i, I never have never seen barcelona with so low confidence that they are not able to clear the ball while clearing the ball they are giving it away and Yeah, I uh, kudos to uh, you know the the pressing, the strategy that that Bayern came in with. Uh, it was more or less. I was looking at uh, this game. It was more like Testek. I was Neuer. You know, the who who would go against uh, each other, who would have like a better game to kind of represent in the national team. Yeah. <laughs> but but yeah. uh, unfortunately, Testek had absolutely no support from his defenders. Uh, it was a yeah. horror show from Barcelona. I mean, he couldn't have done much about the goals that went in, right? So. like you said absolutely no no support from his defenders i i want to get back to the point where you said change of management and i want to talk about hansi flick mm-hmm. uh, who took over bayern uh, mid season and what an amazing job he's done they were struggling in the league in bundesliga uh, champions league yeah they were they 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 passed through the, uh, they got through the uh, round of 16 uh, the first game that they had i think and hansi flick was already there when they beat chelsea 3-0 at home but uh, the group stages they got through um, but then what do you think about hansi flick the, the job that he's done with this team uh, in terms of rebuilding it or you know giving it a whole new dimension uh, in the way they have performed they uh, outplayed everyone in bundesliga after yes. the restart correct, and correct. and then in champions league so what, what what do you think of that hansi flick uh, assistant assistant coach uh, for germany uh, Which won against uh, uh, Brazil? Uh, you remember the oh, famous, yeah. you remember the famous <laughs> victory, and kind of, and and the kind of, uh, you know, uh, trust that he has 
put on Alfonso Davids the way he has played Kimmich in a very defensive role. But and Kimmich is also a very versatile player, right? He can play wherever yeah. you put him. But yet, <laughs> yeah. give putting trust and that that shows right on the pitch where every time they had the ball. So the only thing that they knew was to press, press as much as you can, right? And that showed yeah. at Fulham as well. Yeah, and and about that press, right? It it was not just for the first. Uh, first half or for first 50 or 60 minutes which we usually see with teams mm-hmm. where they would do that and then the game sort of becomes a more open game where they stop pressing so hard uh, like they would or even with liverpool right that's how uh, that's a similar uh, strategy they also use where they they would press really really high uh, and teams would generally end up giving the ball but by and for the entire 90 minutes they did that and i think we have to come in on that we have to commend them on that uh yes uh, you you said mola was the best player on the pitch yes he he was the man of the match uh, for mm-hmm. the game mm-hmm. but i think there were there were a lot more players who deserved <laughs> that uh he said it himself right he yeah. said all the 12 15 players <laughs> in the squad they deserve man of the match so um, i think they like you cannot just single out any player who played really well uh in that Bayern team but it was the entire team performance uh and then everybody played their best i think on the field that day and also kartik if if uh, and also kartik if you see uh, you know in certain ways there were very crucial moments in the game in the starting 20 minutes where bayern really won those crucial minutes like parisic yeah. scoring that scoring that second goal was really important for bayern to again get that confidence because it was 1-1 right okay. and then if you see football is a game of two halves and bayern won both the halves 4-1 <laughs> <laughs> exactly and you know and and the, the best i like about this bayern team is is the trust that these players have in each other or you know they know where where the guy would be you see these no look passes or no Correct. look yes, crosses yes. over the top you know they know that uh, somebody is going to be there at the end <laughs> where the ball falls right so that that's a, that's a very important thing which i think hansi flick has brought into this team uh, the last point i want to talk about is philippe coutinho oh so, <laughs> uh, on loan uh, to uh, in bayern from barcelona uh, there highest transfer the the highest transfer fees barcelona ever paid for a player philip coutinho on loan uh, <laughs> now on loan to barcelona coming on scoring two goals assisting one yes so, so that's that's just i mean i don't even know what to say about it Uh, <laughs> it was it, it, it's so uh, so I was I was reading a lot about it and then people were saying I think Barcelona missed a trick by adding that in the contract saying that he can't play against them but actually, <laughs> actually they did like they did if they would have done it but and the ease that he scored goal with so the first goal that he scored he definitely had a heavy first touch but he yeah. there was there was no defender around him to actually exactly. take the ball away from him and that showed the kind of confidence that was missing in barcelona defense side uh, i know we are, we have been talking about how much they need a striker but looking at the side right now they need at least one exactly. midfielder to assist messi around uh, and they also need like at least two defenders to make sure oh, yeah. so they probably they have good defenders but they are not of the age right they are like youngsters who are coming in but then they they 
a defender is usually one who has more like pk can't do a lot uh, on his own and you can just like uh, reading what what uh, listening to pk uh, post match and 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 he comes yeah. out and says that even if i have to go out i i will but i need this team to restart rebuilding and i i hope they start rebuilding barcelona and it's kind of an end of, end of an era now because real madrid and barcelona both have not qualified for semis and oh, yeah. i think it's the first time since 2007 that uh, uh, no spanish team has qualified for semis and and another thing on that so messi or ronaldo uh not being involved in the semi finals hasn't happened since 2005 so <laughs> and uh, both the teams uh, kartik both the teams have been managed by pep guardiola uh, in in, in past and now going to the team that pep guardiola is managing uh, let's talk about man city and leon uh, what a game kartik what a <laughs> game <laughs> <laughs> they they sort of said oh it's going to be bayern versus man city what a game it would be you know you you see all of these uh, things coming in before the match and then man city just fucked it up they, <laughs> they, <laughs> i mean I, think... i i don't know what that formation was to start with uh, that that uh, pep guardiola set up uh, why would when you have a team that's been playing I'm not going to say they have been they have been playing really really well this season but they they you know you know that team right on and how they play and then you go and set up a new formation altogether yeah. uh, which you which you haven't tried out like we we were just listening right so somebody just said oh, pep just out out smarted himself right so he overthinks you know? so <laughs> that's i i think that's what happened uh, they did not have the key players uh, that that would have brought something to the team so there was no david silva there was no bernardo uh, silva both the silvas are bernardo out bernardo right? silva mahares was out foden was out so still you know still you know how sterling's going to play or what he's going to do uh, the i think the best player for them was kevin de bruyne like he has been for the entire yes. season for Manchester uh, City but he cannot he cannot do everything alone okay, right. so and he scored a goal so, though right and what else can he score a goal Uh, exactly. And exactly. when Sterling is missing a sitter like that, uh, right in front of the goal, <laughs> oh. what can he really do? Like th- that's 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 the way you look at it, right? So, and also uh, looking at the formation, Karthik, don't you think that Pep Guardiola did that because he knew defensively they are very weak and they don't have players in, so he was trying to strengthen the defense. But the problem with that is that uh, what uh, Man City has always been is all all about pressing, going behind the defense. which was missing and and in 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 sorts you can just just if you have a look at the stats kartik like 28% possession leon had only 28% possession and in that 28% possession they won the quarter finals and that is astonishing against city so as you said <laughs> i think pep guardiola outsmarted himself <laughs> i mean you also you also look at the shots right so they just had seven shots uh, on they they just had seven shots and out of it six were on target yeah. so you see see you see that conversion so they took all the chances that they could uh, yes there were a lot of attack from the defense i think all three goals that went in Correct. against city were all errors right uh, to start with uh the first one uh Ederson was not in position he just came out uh the second one yeah it's 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 debatable if it was a foul or you know uh, all that right it was it's a debatable goal but at end of the day it was given a goal 
the third goal uh, again Ederson just uh, just just that that's an easy save that that should be an easy save for a keeper of his caliber uh, but then you know we saw what happened uh, and i think i think uh, rudy garcia he 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 set up his team we we all thought musa dembele would would start uh, would start yeah, the game yeah. he's had an amazing season but then he also went with uh Depay who who did not have the best of games yesterday mm-hmm. but then i think he did his part um uh, and then Musa Dembele came on and it just changed he just he he two shots to two on target and two goals right? <laughs> yeah, that's the Dembele. best time yeah. <laughs> and Karthik even in that right so uh, going back to the three goals that were scored by Leon uh, yes uh, there were fuck ups by uh, the keeper but then they still had to be finished and the kind of finish that maxwell Correct. did that that curve that he put in that ball to you know get away from the keeper and then go yeah. into the goal was amazing uh, the second goal by musa dembele was yes uh, controversial but then again they fucked up defensively right uh, okay. eric garcia came too much ahead to defend him where he had an easy run right so so that happened exactly and then the third... he wanted that to happen right mm-hmm. he wanted eric garcia to come to him so that the other to the, the the wingers could make that run correct yeah him. and that's what it did and But, he, he know, fell for the trap eric garcia fell for the he trap he fell for the trap yeah. and he's you know i mean you also have to give him that he's just 19 years old mm-hmm. he's still learning But then you know you cannot at a game at, of that level you cannot you cannot make those errors the, the striker is just wanting that to happen for anyway going to the third goal uh, what about edison what mm-hmm. What a I mean, mess! So he could have easily <laughs> held that ball. I, I see. That's why Edison probably is one of the best keepers around. But and obviously winning the Golden Glove as well. Uh, but oh, there yeah. are times. <laughs> there are times when he does things like this, right? Where it's kind of kind of single-handedly gave two goals uh, to to Leon, and that sealed the deal for City. And after that, you could see that impatience in in uh, Pep Guardiola trying to. Uh, replace uh, kind of put substitution but that never came up like yes maris came in but it was too late i feel uh, there was a certain uh, if uh, all i'm saying is if uh, sterling would have scored that goal it would have become 2-2 right we would have seen a very different game, game I, i think yeah game would have been totally different uh, <laughs> I I I still I still have that like the sight of Sterling missing that goal <laughs> and and he's just there he did not move for like 2 3 minutes he was just there oh he knew he, he knew how bad he fucked up there I mean I can only imagine if there was a crowd <laughs> no. you know in the stadium that would have been even worse right so uh, <laughs> so I think lockdown has got something good at least for Sterling Uh, no crowd so less booing <laughs> and it's that, that's how it is right? i think in the last game we were kind of praising him for what he did uh, in the last podcast we were doing the same thing right we were talking about how he scored his 100th goal for yeah. man city average of 25 goals per season and and when you see that <laughs> holistically and now we're talking about him as the main villain of <laughs> not let, making sure that the city doesn't qualify so with another quick fact about man city Uh, you know they 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 have after the after the restart they have had more than a hundred corners where uh, they have just scored two of them. Yeah. So that's that shows that you know from set pieces how I mean if you know ca- counting out the all the free kicks free that kicks, yes, Kevin yeah. De Kevin De Bruyne scores or sets up corners they have been really bad. So. You know, I, I also think that you know because City were attacking most of the time, and then Walker and Cancelo were both 
right there, you know, much ahead of the defense. And then there were three defense. There's Laporte, there's Fernandinho and Eric Garcia who were also holding a very high line. Uh, you know, almost almost going into Leon's half. And then they, they just were looking to make runs. And that's what they did. I think all three goals were uh, scored in that uh, manner where, where they were hit on the counter and then they just scored. So... Oh, so talking about bad defense uh, to going to uh, uh, to going to the next game, a team which is known for its defense, it's uh, Atletico Madrid versus RB Leipzig. <laughs> this was an interesting I mean, game. I, I just want to change one fact: there is they're not known for the defense; they're known for their physicality, right? <laughs> That's what they did. And I think what RB Leipzig just uh, Leipzig just did was they beat them at their own game. They were physical. Uh, they were fearless, I think, uh, and having such a young manager who is, uh, uh, I mean, if you don't know younger than Cristiano Ronaldo, <laughs> yeah. he's just 33, <laughs> right? Nagelsmann is just 33 and uh, and I think that helps to build that confidence, to give that boost to, you know, they, I think it's just told his team to be fearless and that's what they have done in, in Bundesliga also this season. Uh, they just beat them at their own game and... Uh, Talking about Atletico, I mean, I I sort of uh, thought that they would play Joao Felix, they would play Morata up front, but yes. both of them were missing from the game. They had Costa, who was probably there for that physicality, but he could not do anything. He could not do anything, correct? Yeah, he could not. Exactly. Like it was, and I'm just looking at this Atletico Madrid team, which won against Liverpool. Uh, exactly. Yeah, and, and then from there they have come here. It was such a surprising take. I, I, I okay, I knew it was it was going to be a difficult game. I and but I thought Atletico would come out of it. But when I saw the starting line, there was no Morata. I don't know for what reason Morata was not playing. Like even if you leave out Morata, all right, you know there was there was Llorente that was playing. But even if you leave out Morata, fine, he was not playing. But I don't I don't know why Felix was not in the team. I think when he came on at uh, at 60 minutes, 65 minutes, I think the game sort of changed a bit. He he was the only one who who, who was creating those chances, who was making those you know quick runs uh, in those pocket of spaces. He got the penalty and he scored the penalty. So I think he changed the game. I think it would have been a very very different game if he was there uh, since the beginning. Uh, uh, Costa was bullied all game by Upamecano, who who I I thought who had an amazing game. He had had an amazing season. He was also the man of the match for this one, but he was that at that heart of the defense. I think he controlled uh, the defense really well. No no chances or no space given to Atletico at all. Uh, so I think they 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 played really well. And talking about the midfield. There was Campbell, there was Sabitzer who controlled that midfield, who made sure to get those wingers into the game, to put those balls into those pocket of spaces. So, I, I think overall, Leipzig, I, I, and, and just just a quick thing, right? I think everybody uh, sort of wrote them off saying that, oh, Werner is not in the team, your, your, best, players, your best player has moved out of the team and they're not going to... They will probably, you know, flunk against Atletico Madrid, but then, you know, they they proved it. You know, it's it's not just about one. There there is a entire team behind it who have played really well this season, and they have proved it again. Uh, I think so. Yes, people had, uh, you know, uh, by looking at this picture, they definitely thought our Leipzig will go out, at, uh, Atletico will win. But uh, the kind of work rate uh, Leipzig put in this game, uh, they had six twenty eight passes to. Uh, Atletico's 456, 
and you can just see how well these players were ready for this fixture i i think the entire game was quite violent i mean in terms of the stats just the stats right so if you look at the position that's that's not it's, it's slightly heavier on like excite but it's it's not it's not too heavy so the stats if you look at just the stats it was it's quite balanced but then on the field i think leipzig was a better team for the for a good 60 70 minutes until jo felix came in and that was just a 10 minute phase that atletico had where i thought oh they're gonna they they're gonna go ahead and win the game of how mm-hmm. felix was playing but then uh leipzig entered and scored another one and just just before just before full time uh and i i think it was all over uh, they they just wanted uh i think they were just they just they were just fearless they they just went ahead you know mm-hmm. they did their mm-hmm. thing what they do uh they they did not just sit back and hit on the counter but they were, they they gave it up to atletico they uh they they were just a better team on the day talking about all these upsets uh, uh, where uh, atletico versus uh, rb leipzig uh, bayern versus uh, barcelona uh, man city versus leon and talking coming to the game which i really wanted uh, atlanta to win it was a very heartbreaking game Uh, if you see oh, yeah. uh, it was psc versus atlanta and uh, uh, it was such a heartbreaking game karthik uh, uh, i i wanted atlanta to win uh, to be very honest uh, the only thing which which kind of showed uh, was that uh, at the end of the game probably second half uh, uh, they went too deep they went into defense mode and also there was a lot of fatigue you could see mentally yeah. as well uh, it was a big stage for them and they did tremendously well to to see off uh, psg till 90th minute and that's when psg came in they scored two goals in 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 149 seconds to to take it home right and uh, giving that much uh, giving that much fight to a side like psg was absolutely amazing yeah i mean and and talking about who was a better side i think atlanta was was better than psg for the entire 90 minutes or the entire game if you look at that and uh, they knew again they knew they're going to sit back psg is going to hit again and again and again which they did uh, but then you know atlanta they have had an amazing season i think it was just a a, a fairy tale run or uh, the we i was looking of for that underdog story of the yeah, year and they, i think they 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 did really well they, they even even if you talk about seria they they finished third in seria they have they have had a really good season they did not have a proper stadium to start with <laughs> they used to play at san siro you know <laughs> at milan stadium you look at uh, you look at the players they just you know if you combine those wages it's it's just a slightly higher than what cristiano ronaldo alone <laughs> gets that <laughs> event is right so you know a lot of things uh, you know nobody would would have expected them i think a lot of people just thought you know psg is going to overpower overpower them but that that did not happen yes psg did miss a lot of chances you you were just talking about looking at neymar's Neymar chances and and it's, those chances were just open goals and the kind of uh, the, the not just the kind of the amount of by which he missed was huge yeah. the first chance that he missed <laughs> and then you see the goal that mario uh, pasalic scored 
was absolutely amazing. Uh, yes, he is an ex Chelsea loanee to Atlanta. <laughs> he's still a Chelsea loanee, by the way. <laughs> so, yeah, so, and the kind of goal that, the kind of finish that he had on the shot was kind with, with something which Neymar was trying to do. And he missed. Uh, yes, the, I think PSG had like one or two good, uh, easy chances in the, in the first half. And half or little more than that in the second half, but then the game was entirely changed by Mbappe coming on the pitch. Uh, the, the second course, he came yeah. on the pitch, and you can see the 56% of PSG's chances came in 30 minutes uh, after Mbappe came in, uh, was substituted in. And just looking at that one guy having that much uh, influence on the game was amazing. Uh, this, this game started off the quarterfinals, and it was such an amazing game. Uh, to start quarterfinals with because Atlanta was the underdog and somehow I wanted them to win uh, but then PSG came through it's a huge morale booster for them uh, to go for the next game as well uh, uh, PSG I think for the next game uh, Di Maria will also be, be fit to play yeah. so so there are positives in PSG side as well yeah I think I think uh, Chupu Moting or uh, if you talk about Marquinhos the, for the first goal I think they were just in the right place yeah uh, at the right time to just tap that ball in but then yeah that that's not something that you know you'd, you would always uh, look at PSG's goals and you know you'll, you'll always be like oh that you know they, they they score a lot of amazing goals right uh, you know which they did also this year but uh, I think I I, th- I still think um, Atlanta deserved to win that game, <laughs> uh, but you know uh, it's a game of football, so you never know till till it ends. It till it ends. It's it's still on, and uh, uh, for them is to go up from here. Uh, uh, but you know the the kind of football they play. It's, it's been it's 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 a joy to watch them. Right, that free flowing football that they play. It's, it's just a joy to watch them. I think. They, they're going to be one of the teams to watch uh, next season. Uh, but let's see. Let's see how that goes. Let's talk about the semi-finals, Karthik. Uh, uh, Bayern is playing against Leon and PSG is playing against RB Leipzig. Let's go with Bayern and uh, Bayern versus Leon. How do you think that match will show now? With the confidence, that Bayern, with the confidence that Bayern is coming in with scoring 8 goals. And Leon, yes, they had a very difficult game, but then they came out as winners, and that confidence will be always there with them. Uh, but I, I, I'm still favouring Bayern. Now, what about you, Kathy? I mean, yes, they are favourites uh, to win the Champions League this season, looking at mm-hmm. uh, uh, all the other teams. But you know, just just for that underdog thing, I'm gonna go with Leon. <laughs> yeah, uh, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> you know, I, I want Leon to win. I now. Like they they beat City three one, which nobody expected. I'm I'm expecting something unpredictable here as well from them. So and also I'm, if Leon just... if Leon successfully beats Bayern, then uh, it'll be uh, the remaining teams will be the teams which have never won Champions League. Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna have a new winner, right? So so I'm hoping Leon beats them so that you know we we finally get somebody who has never won a Champions League. But so... the kind of form Bayern is in right now, it's going to be uh, it's, it's it's like. It's based from here. It will be a Bayern's game to lose. I don't think so. Leon will go oh, yeah. go ahead and win this game. It'll be a I think game. I think Leon just should just should go ahead and play their game. They have nothing to lose. They yeah. have Reese's semis, which is a big thing against all odds, right? So I think they they should just go ahead. You know, play fearless. Play. Uh, you know, like like it's a last game of 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 their lives. I think that's what they should do if they want to win. Uh, it's it's like a climb to the Mount Everest, but then I think they, they can still do it. There is a chance. So I'm gonna go with Leon with uh, 
three two. Uh, I know Bayern is not gonna not score. <laughs> they are gonna score, but I'm gonna go with three two. Okay. Two Leon. Because Kadi, when one. when they're talking about three two Leon, I'm just thinking, right? So when uh, so against Barcelona, when. somebody like kingsley come and came in he was making those runs like he's a striker <laughs> so <laughs> but you you never know what what's going to happen okay i i i would say it, uh, i'm not going to go as high as you have said 3 2 i think uh, bayern will win uh, say 3 1 3 1 okay. is a very very realistic uh, prediction for this fixture And going to the next one, PSG versus uh, RB Leipzig. That's going to be an interesting game, Karthik. Both these teams have kind of muscled their way in uh, in the previous game and won it. And yeah. uh, yes, PSG is, as I told you earlier as well, Di Maria will be eligible uh, because his, as I told you earlier, Di Maria will be coming back from the injury. He is again one of the best uh, midfielders in Champions League oh, history as well. So and Mbappe, Mbappe would also be fully fit. Yeah, uh, I'm guessing for the that, game. Right? That is always there. So it's going to be an uh, uh, interesting game. And just just looking at these fixtures, Karthik, uh, now there are three German managers in Champions League semi-finals. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> three German, and apparently these are Farmer League. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, I was just thinking about that. You know, they they call it the Farmers League, yeah. but then you have two teams. Yeah, from from that. So I mean, nobody calls Bundesliga the Farmers League, but we still know, right, how uh, tilted it is towards Bayern. Yeah. But but then, you know. <laughs> so basically, right. this Champions League has become Farmers League, Champions League. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll so anyway, what what do you think about PSG and Leipzig? Who are you going with? I am going with uh, PSG, Karthik. Just just looking at it, just on the paper, uh, I'm going with PSG. Uh, They will win it like two nil, or yeah, I think two two nil is a very realistic prediction. I I want at least one game to actually go to extra time and go in penalties, but <laughs> that would give a lot of heart attack to people around. Especially yeah. imagine if PSG go, goes out on penalties to to Lyon. To yeah, I, I I think I think they're gonna choke uh, like they do. So <laughs> I'm going with Leipzig again, going with the underdog. So I'm gonna uh, root for an underdog <laughs> final. So Leipzig, uh, I'm going with Leipzig. I'm gonna go two-one to them. Uh, I think PSG. Just looking at the game that they played last time, if they if they come out again with the same, uh, you know, uh, with the same thing, I think they're gonna lose. I think Leipzig gonna Leipzig is gonna take their chances and uh, PSG is gonna go out. Okay, guys. With that, we are wrapping up our podcast. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, please uh, hit a like if you like the podcast, and uh, you can hear us on different platforms. Links are in the description. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you for listening. Thank uh, you. Cheers. See you next time. Bye.